Coast to coast, nonstop action. This is the premier source for National Hockey League news. Scores, highlights, and the Anaheim Ducks. It's time to light the lamp with Alexis Downey. Welcome to Light the Lamp here on Duck Stream from the Paul Korea studio. I am your host, Alexis Downey. It's been a while since I've said hello on the show. We've had a lot of new Ducks players that signed in the offseason in recent episodes, so I haven't had a chance to pop on and say what's up to everyone, and uh, what better episode to do it than this one. Number 100 of Light the Lamp. There have been so many amazing guests on through the first 99 episodes and just so much more to come with this show. I just want to take a moment to thank you all for listening. It's been such a fun ride so far. And I also want to thank my producer, Steph, and of course, Joey as well behind the scenes. The summer is just flying by and we've had a lot of changes, a lot of excitement with Duckstream, including our A Mighty Journey documentary series that was launched. Emerson Needham joining Duckstream as well. His show, Eat Em Up. If you haven't listened to it yet, there are already three episodes, so make sure to listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or also on the stream. And uh, like I said, I'm just truly grateful to have this platform to connect with all of you Ducks and hockey fans all around, wherever you're listening to the world or the country, wherever you are. And we thought this has to be a special episode. We had to bring in someone that was, you know, important to Ducks fans, the Anaheim Ducks organization as a whole. So who better than to have Tamu Solani for episode number 100? Take a listen. Well, episode 100 is a milestone for Light the Lamp, so it's only fitting that we have someone on that had a lot of milestones in their NHL career in Anaheim. So let's welcome on a very special guest today, Tamu Solani. Tamu, I know you're in Finland right now, so I appreciate you taking the time to call in today and chat with me. How are things going? You know, things are good, you know, we have been here now three months and uh, summer has been gone fi fast, super fast, but uh, a lot of fun stuff. So that's why it goes so fast. But uh, next week, we're going to come back to California when the weather starts getting bad here. It's time to come home. <laughs> so do you go back to Finland every summer then? Yes, usually, usually we go like 10 weeks. But uh, this summer has been a little longer. I, I have been actually working this summer. So. <laughs> That's why I have been here a little, little longer, but, uh, you know, it's, it's the best time to come here. It's, uh, the people are happy and it's a lot of light and it's a nice weather and people really enjoy this time. We have a long winter, long, dark winter. So that's why this is a very special time for us. And uh, it's always fun to see the friends and families and stuff. So it's all good. You talk about how you've been working, and I know that has been on the TV show Top Gear. How has that filming process been going? It has been so much fun. You know, obviously, <laughs> I've always liked the cars and speed, and now, now we have been driving all kind of cars, bad, old, good, great. <laughs> and uh, every time when you can do that, you actually you turn to be 18 again. So... Uh, it's, it has been a lot of fun. Long days, though. I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I didn't understand how much time it, it takes. And uh, I admire those uh, movie stars that they, how patient they are, because I, I can't stand waiting, you know. And <laughs> so we film five minutes, and then we wait forty-five minutes to get another angle and another scene. So um, you know, it has been frustrating sometimes. But uh, but every time when we start actually filming, it has been super fun and. Uh, 
so far so good. I have yeah, a couple more shows to uh, to film, and then uh, December we're gonna do the studio mm. studio uh, uh, filming. So uh, it's not quite yet there, but uh, it has been great. This is my alley. So will you have to go back in December to finish that filming? Yes. So we're gonna have maybe four more days at mm-hmm. that time, and uh, early December. So uh, yeah, one more time. How did this opportunity come about? Obviously, you mentioned how you have a love for cars. Yeah, actually, the uh, the one my friend who is a, a producer in this a TV show and TV channel, actually. So uh, I think they bought they bought that format from uh, UK about Top Gear, and uh, obviously they wanted me ask me if I want to be part of it. And I've been very selective about what kind of shows I'm I am. Uh, uh, I want to do it, mm-hmm. not nothing like dancing with the stars because I don't <laughs> like to dance. But but driving and the cars, it, it felt right, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. so far we have a we have a, we have had a lot of ta- a lot of fun time. And there's two other guys, Ismo Lekola, who has been, uh, I think he won maybe ten years the funniest man competition in Las Vegas. Super funny guy, and one uh, Finnish actor who also is uh, crazy about the cars. So uh, we have had a lot of fun and. Uh, and um, hopefully we're going to do more more uh, episodes and more seasons. Will we be able to watch it here in California? Uh, I think uh, it's in the Finnish channel, but I think you know, okay. anything is possible. But uh, <laughs> we, we are talking Finnish, so I don't think you're going to understand anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that probably, you're right there. But uh, well, well, maybe I'll yeah. be able to see some of it, though. Maybe, maybe you can bring back some yes. clips for us to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had done some crazy stuff, so uh, (laughs) it it has been fun. Well, talking about your love for cars, I mean, don't you collect cars yourself or you have in the past? Yeah, you know, I started collecting right right when I started making money and uh, (laughs) play hockey. And uh, actually, my first uh, uh, contract, I was 18 years old. I got $20,000 for season to play in Finland and all every penny went to the car right away <laughs> so i've always loved the cars and um, but you know obviously now i used to collect a lot of cars now i don't have so many anymore mm-hmm. i still have some but uh, i guess i grew up you know so uh, but i still like the cars you know but uh, <laughs> not like the not the way how i i used to like do you have a favorite one that you've ever owned well, I think my biggest love for the cars are old muscle cars. Mm. And um, I think like a Hemi Challenger uh, 1970 convertible has been probably my favorite. Uh, but there's something about muscle cars, you know, mm-hmm. the sound. and uh, the, Obviously, they're not very good to drive in there if you go to the like, uh, nice roads, you know, cruising. But uh, the pure power and uh, that's something that I always liked. And... Um, but lately, you know, obviously I like uh, sports cars too, Ferraris and stuff, but uh, but still the real passion is for the old cars. Mm-hmm. So other than, you know, filming Top Gear this summer, what are some other things that you've been up to? I know one of those was a recent 24-hour tennis marathon that you were a part of, but you told me you were only there for two hours. <laughs> yeah, they asked me, that. I said, I, I'm not going to play during the night. Mm-hmm. Obviously you can't because, you know, Obviously, uh, there's a couple of weeks here that there's no darkness at all. So you could play 24 hours tennis or golf or, or whatever, you know. But I said I can be a part of it, but 
I played two hours in the morning with my daughter, so it was my part was very easy. But you know, we have been playing a lot of tennis. Uh, I've been coaching my daughter, who is 15 now, and uh, that takes a lot of my time. It's not the easiest job in the world. I, uh, uh, it's not easy to coach your your only kids, but uh, you know, it's still fun because it's something that we can do together and. Uh, yeah, I, we have both a lot of passion for the sport, so uh, that, that's a one thing. And then, of course, I, I see my friends. We play golf, and we were one day, one week uh, boating, Baltic Sea, and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but every summer goes so fast, and mm-hmm. uh, older you get, faster it goes. And uh, June, our weather was unbelievable, but July and August has been a lot of rain, so we are not very happy about that. But we still have a good time here. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten to go anywhere specific to golf? Yeah, actually, uh, two weeks ago, we went to uh, eight days to Ireland. Mm. Uh, and we played there seven rounds. And uh, actually, a lot of my, my buddies from um, from California game and Joe Sackett from Colorado, he's a good friend of mine. So we had a great, uh, great trip. And uh, uh, But after that, I haven't played golf. So it's, uh, it wears you out. <laughs> Have you got on the ice at all? Yeah, you know what? I have uh, my hockey school here. Mm. Um, this year was 29th hockey school, and uh, it's a charity hockey school that we have been uh, running for almost third, next year, 30 years. So, oh, that's uh, awesome. But that's, that, that's the only time I really go, and my knee is so bad that I can't really uh, skate much, but uh, I can still be coaching out there and, uh, and, and enjoying that way. But uh, Hopefully I can fix my knee and uh, I can uh, start skating a little bit because I miss skating a little bit, but, but uh, uh, now it's not fun, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it hurts so much. Mm-hmm. Well, with it being still the summertime and right now, I mean, the Stanley Cup is still making its rounds. A couple months ago, we had on the keeper of the cup, Phil Pritchard, and he said to quote that your Stanley Cup party was the longest Stanley Cup party that he's ever had. I mean, karaoke was involved. It was a whole weekend affair in Finland. Let's go back to that time. Uh, what was that weekend like for you? I mean, thinking back on it now. Yeah, it, it was crazy. You know, obviously, they, they showed up. Uh, actually, Aaron Peets was there, too. Like that time, he was not the big shot. Now he is, but... Uh, but uh, they showed up in the <clears throat> Friday morning, and I decided that Friday is going to be that uh, day that I'm going to take them to the children's hospital. I think t- uh, 11 o'clock, we went to the uh, Helsinki uh, Children's Hospital. We, we went there and showed the, uh, the trophy for the, all the kids and stuff. And, um, and they, it's unbelievable how the reaction for anybody, kids or older people, they didn't even know that it's like what it is really is all about. But uh, when mm-hmm. they see this beautiful trophy, Trophy, they get absolutely crazy, you know, and uh, that was nice, nice, uh, nice to share that moment with those kids. And uh, and then we went to the, uh, we had like a big uh, open, uh, like a, uh, de- right in a downtown, like mm-hmm. a marketplace where there was like maybe like 10, 15,000 people to show up, show up and, uh, and they really wanted to see the standing up. And uh, that was actually the first time when standing up was like a open for the public. So, mm. That took like a three hours. I took a lot of pictures with the fans and stuff, and um, uh, that was great. And after that, we went to this one uh, one restaurant that uh, all the Finnish Ice Hockey Federation and all those people who has been very important in my career in, in hockey. So they they 
we had a chance to celebrate that uh, like um, until the uh, midnight, and then I just disappeared with the cup with my my normal friends, mm-hmm. and then we start partying in the other place. And uh, so five o'clock, we went back to my boat, and we start we just kept partying and partying. And <laughs> then next day, we didn't sleep at all, and then. Uh, Next day, two o'clock, we went to my place. That uh, we had a big party there with my parents, parents and my cousins and all the friends, and uh, we just kept going, going and going. And uh, that night, we went again in the nightclub. And uh, <laughs> by five o'clock in the morning, again, we went to my boat. We haven't slept one minute. And uh, and then nine o'clock, they opened this karaoke bar, uh, and uh, so we all went there and we start uh, 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 singing songs and still drinking from the cup and everything. And, and there's a lot of drunk, really drunk people who also, they can't wait wait when they open up nine o'clock and they can start drinking. So they were pretty surprised to see the Stanley Cup there. And uh, and then about two o'clock, uh, you know, uh, uh, I think all those guys, they went to Russia to see Ilya mm-hmm. Priskalov. Um, and the five o'clock uh, was the time when I went to bed first time since... Uh, Friday morning, so that was a long week. I was going to say, you probably needed a full week to recover from that. <laughs> yeah, it took uh, many days, but uh, I was so excited. And, you know, all my buddies, uh, only few, few uh, my friends went to bed. So uh, uh, it was a long weekend for all of us, but we have been practicing that before. So it was mm. not, not, not being like uh, new for us. <laughs> when you see what all of the players now do with the Stanley Cup, is there anything else that you might have wanted to fit into that long weekend? Uh, not really. I mm-hmm. think I did in my way, my way, you know. And uh, for me, it was very important that uh, I had a chance to show that for the people, the hockey people, all my friends, uh, the, uh, the kids in the hospital, some juniors in mm-hmm. the my old team and then for the normal public people like i said there's a, i think there was like close to 15000 people in the in this area to 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 come and celebrate that with me so it was a, it was a big thing but uh, i'm so happy that we have we, we are able to do this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's a big thing and uh, for everybody and it takes so much work and uh, dedication and commitment from not only for the players but their families and uh, their cousins and and teammates and stuff so Sharing uh, the standing up party with those people, it's, uh, it means a lot. So uh, I think it's uh, one of the li- lifetime chance for everybody. And, mm-hmm. uh, you, you really want to enjoy every moment. When you're back in Finland, when you are out and about, how often do you get stopped by people? Every day, many times. You know, <laughs> but uh, but they, are, they are super friendly mm-hmm. and they're excited. And uh, I always, uh, even the little kids still, you know, I, I, they have never seen me playing. But uh, it's pretty cool feeling when they, they stop you and they ask, ask a, a autograph or picture or something. And uh, it's a cool thing, you know. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's great that you, ha- you, can, you have been able to uh, share some exper- experience and uh, some excitement with those people. And uh, they really appreciate that the people, that you have been nice to them. and, uh, and you know, it's. I've always had a great relationship with the fans, so um, it has been fun. I have to tell you, I mean, we've had a lot of guests on this show, and a lot of them have just shared random stories about their interactions or what they've seen with you too. So I feel like that kind of is along the same lines. Yeah, you know, I think <laughs> it's a two-way street, you know. And I always, my mom always told me that, that treat the people 
the way that you want them to treat you. And I think that's a great advice for everybody, mm. you know. And uh, and I I hope I hope that today today's world we would have that more. Mm -hmm. Well, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be September 1st, so this Friday, and that means that hockey season is right around the corner. And when you look ahead to this duck season, a new year, new head coach, a lot of young faces, but some veteran guys were also added, you know, this summer. What is your take on what uh, the Ducks team is going to look like this year? Yeah, you know, I think it's a long process. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a new coach now, and I, I, I heard great things about uh, him, and uh, so he has a lot of lot of work to do, but you know it's a young team, and we all know that it's a re they're rebuilding right now, and so we just have to be very patient and uh, and build the team one piece at a time. And uh, obviously, the expectations there's always should be expectations, but not nothing crazy. You know, you have to be realistic. And and I always said that we have so many great young players right now, and when they peak, same time, you know, I think we're gonna have an unbelievable team again, and. Uh, Hopefully we can see another Stanley Cup party in Orange County. But uh, you know the Ducks are a great organization, and they they take pride to to have a good team. And like, but like I said, it's not easy to build a team. You know, you need every every part. And uh, mm -hmm. it, this would be very simple if you you try to get the, all the best players and put them together. But it, it doesn't work right like that. Like that, you need a, a great characters. You need a different personalities in the room, and obviously. Every line needs to have a, a great uh, a connection and uh, chemistry. So nothing happens over the night. You know, it, it's a process that takes a long time. And uh, like I said, we have to be patient. And uh, I think the future is bright there. One of those pieces that was added this summer was Leo Carlson at number two at the NHL draft. Have you had a chance to watch any of his play? Yeah, actually, I, I watch his uh, his games in the World Championships, mm. but obviously it's a little bit different because it's a it's a big ice surface. But this guy looks ready right away, and I always admire these young 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 uh, players these days that the, how ready they are right away. You know, and obviously every every team and every country uh, are doing great job with uh, with getting players ready in the early age. Uh, but I think Leo is going to have a great, uh, great future in uh, Anaheim. He's a very skilled player. All the Swedes are, like we know, they're super easy, nice guys. So uh, mm. I think he's going to be a very good uh, addition for the for the Ducks family. And uh, can't wait to see when this, all those young guns are peaking <laughs> up same same time. This season is a very important one as the 30th anniversary. And one of the things that the team is going to be celebrating this year are the legacy nights. I know that you and PK both have a legacy night. Did you know that you even have a bobblehead that's going to be given to fans? No idea. <laughs> I was Hopefully wondering look like me. <laughs> when you were talking to Alex Gilchrist before this, and he mentioned, you know, that legacy night, he didn't mention the bobblehead. So I had to ask if you knew about no, that. He, 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 he was too scared. They don't, they, <laughs> they don't want to tell me anything, anything because I, I could say no. <laughs> so uh, they have learned that I don't really care, but uh, so they, they, they don't want to tell me anything, but uh, obviously it's going to be great here. 30 years. It's a, uh, it's a big achievement for this uh, organization and uh, and celebrate uh, in, in, the, in our history. It's great, you know. So uh, hopefully we're going to get a lot of ex-players back in the town and we can have fun together. Do you still keep in contact with some of those uh, ex-players that you played along with, obviously, besides, you know, PK? 
Yeah, actually, you know what? I like Thai Domi. We we text every every uh, every week, you know, and we see every time when we have we have a chance. Uh, and then Joe Sakic. Uh, so there's some some guys that I have been uh, uh, staying in contact all the time and having fun together. But you know, it's still it's hard because mm-hmm. everybody goes their own own cities and. And a lot of a lot of guys like they're almost done with hockey and they want to just hang around with their own friends and families. So, you know, it all depends. But uh, the closest ones, I I I, I always want to keep uh, keep touch. And uh, obviously with Paul, he lives in uh, Orange County, and uh, you know he's like a brother for me. So <laughs> of course I you know I, I I spend time with him. Last season, you were between the benches for a game on the Bally Sports broadcast. Did you ever envision yourself doing something like that? Uh, I think it was fun mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, it's always uh, fun to try different stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I could do that every game, but yeah, here and there, that would be nice. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and I think uh, pretty soon I'm close to come come and do a little more. For hockey and uh, just try to find something which uh, would be good fit for me. But uh, you know, I've been now retired like uh, uh, nine years, and that's a long time, you know. So mm-hmm. I think uh, little by little, I start uh, getting excited about hockey. So let's see what future comes uh, <laughs> comes uh, and brings for me. But uh, still, now right now, I'm just enjoying every day about mm-hmm. uh, my other other side of the you know, life and, and, uh, and try to do things what I were not able to do before. So mm-hmm. it has been fun and time is flying. It's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So you'd eventually maybe like to be back in the hockey sphere a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I always been in, interesting about, uh, try to build a team and write, uh, write people in the right places and, uh, try to find the chemistry between different players. And I, uh, of course, one thing that I, I got also help a lot is uh, goal scoring. I, mm-hmm. I have a lot of, uh, I have had a, a, a goal scoring academy here where I've been teaching young 60 year old, uh, the best forwards here in Finland to try to get another level uh, as, a, as a goal scorer. And that's something that I, I, can, I can help anybody pretty much. It doesn't matter if, you, if you're a young player or NHL player. There's a lot of things you what you can learn about scoring, and mm-hmm. uh, you just have to put your mind and just start thinking about things a little bit more deeply. But uh, yeah, let's see what uh, what future brings. And uh, but like I said, I'm I'm a little bit I'm getting more excited about hockey again, and uh, and I think uh, it's gonna be fun again. Did you watch the Stanley Cup playoffs? Do you do you watch those? Every game, <laughs> you know, it's uh, the playoffs are the best time, especially the first round. Mm-hmm. The first round, there's so much passion and excitement, and you know, it's just a war out there. And obviously, every night there's gonna be three, at least three games. So, you know, you can't just you can't get enough with those uh, those playoffs. And then when you go to second and third round, third round, the players are always so tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and then when they go to finals, you know, they. Uh, you know, it's all about how strong you're mentally. And uh, uh, I remember uh, when we were in the uh, Stanley Cup finals, how tired you are and you just don't give up, you know. And then I always remember when we won, you're so exhausted mentally and physically. And uh, and then we decided the next day to stay home and the following day, let's get together and uh, and 
let's start partying. But uh, you're so empty after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's hard to describe how hard that two months uh, of play of hockey it is. And, uh, and that's why, like, the first round, you still have all the energy and, and, and the excitement is there. So that's my favorite time mm-hmm. in hockey. When you were in the Stanley Cup final that year in 2007 with the Ducks, who were some of the more vocal people in the locker room? Obviously, I'm sure you were probably one of them, but, you know, just to kind of get the guys motivated to work through that tiredness. Well, I think, okay, so I think, you know, everybody's going to lead uh, their own way, like mm-hmm. Scotty Niedemar. Uh, he leads by example. He doesn't say m- many things, but when he when he when he says something, everybody listens. You know. But obviously, we had a lot of guys that uh, Brad Marchand. Uh, he, he's he's very. Uh, and I'm sorry, Todd Marchand. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he's he's a very vocal. It's okay. It's okay. I got. I knew what you were saying. <laughs> my, my, my my wife is calling, but she can wait. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I think there's a lot of guys, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. we always try to remind ourselves that this is the time. 90% of these players would never get another chance to play in the Stanley Cup final. So let's leave everything out there. Mm-hmm. And let's do everything that we can do. One shift at a time. And I, I don't care if you play 25 minutes or two minutes. Just give you best two minutes mm-hmm. that you can. And... Uh, and I think that, like, Getzlaff and Perry, I think they were laughing a little bit because they thought that they're going to have three, four Stanley Cups after that. But it's uh, it's so hard to win, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, but like I said, like, you need that, you need that leadership in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the locker room. And everybody's going to lead their own way, you know. I, I was also the very vocal there, but I uh, just tried to keep the guys loose because you can't have too many guys just this i don't like the uh quiet locker room mm-hmm. you know so somebody has to be a clown you know and uh, <laughs> uh but you know like i said still everybody's doing their own 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 uh, things to prepare to the games and uh, and everybody has to lead their own way we don't need the passengers you know and that, that team was very very special mm-hmm. and, uh, we have a tough toughness we have george paris brad may all those guys that, uh, you know, they bring so much energy and they're very vocal as well, you know. So, uh, you know, that was a very special group there. And uh, mm-hmm. and I, I could put that team against any championship, uh, championship team. And uh, I think I think we could do great. So mm-hmm. it was fun. Unbelievable year. You just mentioned his name, Corey Perry. Did you see that he will be a Chicago Blackhawk this year? Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm so proud of him about that he's still playing. He still has a passion for the game because I remember when uh, when they were 25 and I was already 37, they were wondering like why you still why you still playing? You know? <laughs> I said I love the game. You know, mm-hmm. I'm passionate. And they said, and and they both said that I can't wait when when we are done. And uh, I think you know you don't really understand and realize how much you love the game until it's getting in the end of the road, you know, mm. and I, I think uh, uh, Corey has realized that too, that, you know, like when, when you retire, you're done, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. just play as long as you can, you know, and uh, I was almost 44 when I retired and it was a good time to retire, but uh, I played as long as I really enjoyed to come to the rink every morning and 
and we have we have been very lucky that you know since we were a little boy you know we, this became our job and uh, and but the passion and love love for the game that's most important mm-hmm. that drives you it doesn't matter how old you are mm-hmm. Well, Tamu, before I let you go, I have one more question for you. I have to help our fans out because I know that they've been wondering since last year when we launched DuckStream, the very first episode we had was between you and Paul Correa. And they're all wondering, I'm wondering too, when will you guys be back here in Paul's studio (laughs) to record another episode? Have you talked with him about that? (laughs) Well, I think we have to. Uh, break into his house and just uh, go and get him because he doesn't leave from his house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for sure, we come, we we come uh, back, and uh, you know, Paul is so funny. He's a he's an interesting guy. You know, he's a, mm-hmm. he's a very private, in certain ways. And uh, but when you get to know him, and he feels comfortable about people around, he's the funniest guy you can find. You know, so. <laughs> And I know that I can bring, uh, I always said that uh, I half my salary went to play hockey and half was trying to make Paul normal guy. <laughs> so I, I will bring him back and, uh, and uh, we can have fun again. Good, good. Awesome. Well, I can't wait for that. And uh, I'm excited to see you back here in, uh, in Anaheim this season. Tamo, this has been awesome today. Thank you so much for taking the time. No problem. Congrats. 100 shows. That's a great achievement. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duckstream.